Hello. Good evening, friends. My name is John Machado, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. And we are greeted by none other than the great, fabulous, man, myth, legend, Bentley Meadows. Hi, sir. Hello again. Buddy, it is so late. <laughs> I don't even want to know what time it is. Uh, I, I just now brain. looked. Don't. <laughs> I like to trick my brain. Into it. It's like 1030. Oh, perfect. In perfect. Hawaii. <laughs> Shit, no, my brain's going to do the math. My brain's going to do the math, and I'm going to figure it out. Um, yeah, so hopefully we'll have our other guest that's joining us. Mr. D.B. Cooper. Should I have given it away? I feel like I should have held that a little longer. He could have been a mystery guest, and you you could have asked questions until I guessed it was him. Yeah, could have. I didn't. Way to go, me. Ruining surprises. So, man, there's um, at least quite a few things I can think of, think of right offhand. Um to talk about tonight that I wanted to kind of touch on a little bit. I wanted to molest, if you will. But, uh, I did just send him. He didn't send me a message back. We were we were being children. We were playing a video game. He probably had to go poop. You know, I, I wouldn't put I wouldn't I wouldn't hold it against him. I wouldn't know that I needed to. Um I already talked about all that. Uh, one of the big, bigger things. Well, there's a there's a couple of things that I wanted to talk about tonight. Um, when it has to do with, uh, sorry, both of which have to do with a Mr. Alex Jones that I uh, obviously like to include in most of my podcasts. He's one of the bigger sources that I get my news from. Um, him, Epoch Times. Excuse me, Summit News, uh, David Icke, um, you know, those kind of fun guys that have been around for a while. Um, man, did you ever hear about uh, Epoch Times? Uh, so they're like big time anti communists, and uh, they've got a branch for their newspaper out in China, and it got fucking bombed or firebombed a couple times, something like that. China does not... I don't even know how they're allowed to have a epoch-timed branch out there. If it is t- China, maybe it's in Taiwan. But, um... And I don't I don't think I even talked about um, the situation going on with Taiwan and China. I mean, I think I maybe mentioned when uh, Nancy Pelosi flew over there. But, uh... Yeah, they're, um... China doesn't like... Ta- like, the China-Taiwan situation is almost identical to uh, the Ukraine-Russia situation. And I would argue that China is far more of a adversary to the United States than uh, in Russia. And, um, man, we just have our, uh, our bought-and-paid-for politicians that, you know, keep turning a blind eye to China. They like to re... They like to... What's the word? Deflect? Reposition? Target, something like that. Um, Russia, keep the keep the heat off China because China's paying them. 
You know what I mean? Yes, I do. You know what I mean? I do. Uh, yeah, they uh, they like to not say bad things about China. Yeah, and China is really racist against black people. Like harsh. Um. <laughs> there's I just because I like to like bring up these um bring up kind of um websites with news articles and stuff uh just to kind of touch on them. There's this one. <laughs> I can't imagine this is for real. Uh, on Infowars, the title being "Disturbing!" Exclamation point. Trans high school shop teachers ginormous, and then it cuts off. Click on it. It's a picture. Oh my gosh! Ginormous prosthetic. All oh, these ads. Ginormous prosthetic breasts spark backlash, and they aren't fucking around. This dude's fake boobs that he got are massive. It's like a beer gut. It's like a. It would be a big beer gut, but it's two big tits and with hard ass nipples and no bra. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one I saw where like hanging all the way down to the belly? Yes. Yeah. This fucking dude. I, I have to imagine this guy's trolling. Right? If you look at these pictures, for anybody that's listening, go to Infowars.com. Look at who joined us. Was it in Canada? Because um, I saw yeah. where a Canadian teacher wore him to school. A male Canadian high school woodshop teacher reportedly going by the name Kayla Lemieux is making headlines for wearing massive prosthetic breasts while teaching children. I guess his real name is Mr. Hannah. Which they would call mm -hmm. a dead name. When you call, like if, if you call Bruce Jenner, Bruce Jenner, then you're essentially dead naming him. They kind of sure. went easy on their, uh, or got lackadaisical with their their uh, framing or labeling of something and calling it a dead name. It doesn't quite have the same kick as something like homophobe or something, you know. Um, but anywho, yeah, Mr. Hannah has got two massive teats. <laughs> but they're both fake, right? Yes, I think. I mean, I don't, they're going to be I, fake boobs either way, but they're just a suit. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that they're like they can't be, dude. They can't be like um, like Mrs. Doubtfire. It's got to be like that. Yeah, it's got to be two great big old bags that he wears against around his neck or something. Maybe maybe velcros it on from behind. Maybe it's like a vest. Anywho. Mr. D.B. Cooper, how are you? I already kind of broke the secret. You're going to be oh, on. Oh, man. I know. Well, ups and downs. It's been, it's been a, a journey since the last time I was on here in my life. So, Did you want to? No. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It's been some good, some bad. It's just, you know. Right to the point. No. <laughs> Let's watch some football. Yeah. Um, hey, did you watch the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and San Diego last night? No. I watched the first half and the second half was what you should have watched. What happened? Oh, it was a good game. <clears throat> it really was, but I saw like one of the um, 
uh, San Diego Charger dudes just pick up a Kansas City Chief dude and body slam him. It looked like something out of, uh, you know, WWE. WWE. Yeah. yeah. It but there was a there was a ninety nine yard interception too. That was the game changer towards the end there. Yeah. I watched that. What happened? Oh, I fell out. I passed out. Fuck, man, he loses connection. I liked so it. It was back and forth. I I was digging it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I probably would have liked to watch it. I suppose if it was as good as you guys were saying. Um. Yeah, damn it, it sucks. I hate it when people lose connection on here. Uh, but he'll be back. Um. So, anywho. A uh, couple of things. What do you want me to t- start with? Some uh, entertainment. We have uh, notice how I asked a question, just went right into it. Um, there's a movie. It's on Netflix. Uh, I assume it just came out. It's called Moonfall, and I watched it. Uh, started watching it a couple days ago, and then um, with my son, but he had to leave, and then I finished it up tonight. And. It's- there he is. Um, Can you send an invite through Anchor? No, they stopped doing that. Yeah, that's I don't weird, know why. I went in there and all you, I seen all you can do is like a couple options because this takes over yeah. my my messenger and you know the ladies are always blowing me up. Right. <laughs> they um they, when they did the last update where now I can do like a video which I might go over there to start to do what the video is like. But they did that, and they did an analytics thing. And when they did that, they took away the um, option to invite through Anchor, like your Anchor friends. Which That's weird. Maybe it's just... Well, no, they, they say you can do video through Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. But the Anchor one, too. Hold up. Let me, uh, let me find it. But I'm thinking nobody wants to see my old ass in video form. I seen your twelve-year memory photo the other day. I was like, okay, that's kind of what he looks like. Yeah, he's a he's a good-looking fella. He's got that. Um, fuck, what's that actor? Who's the actor in um, Roadhouse? Not to, obviously not Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Yep, that's what not I thought. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Man, I, I can't believe how much of a leftist he is. Is he really? Yeah, from what I've heard, he's pretty woke, so to speak. Gross. I know. I was really disappointed. Well, they make all kinds of memes with him. Yeah, but they're yeah, more right wing, more conservative, for sure. Like I know he brought up some that that cowboy movie that came out. Was was he in it? And there was like some sort of gay, gay scene in it. It just came out like this year. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was, but he was. I think he was sticking up for it. I, maybe he wasn't in. I, don't know. I just remember he said he said some stuff. You know, it's. Anybody in Hollywood, you, you're not really surprised if they're leftists. So, yeah. Well, he was also born and raised in California too, so he's no real cowboy. Um, but he was in 1883 with Tim McGraw and he's in uh, Tombstone. Yep, he's in Tombstone. That's right. And Kurt Russell's uh, pretty conservative, you know. So, I don't know. It's. I mean, it wouldn't sur- surpri- surprise me or shock me to hear an actor's lefty, but um, yeah, 
you know, there's there's the other aspect to that too, where there's a lot of actors, actresses, and and uh, entertainers that aren't leftists, but will put up the front so that they keep getting gigs, which is just a very cowardly thing to do. They're waiting for normal people to win the culture war, and then they'll can step up. Fucking pussies. Um, yeah. But on Anchor, so I just pulled up the website, and I know I've seen advertisements for this, but it says introducing video podcasts. Oh, yeah, you're right, on Spotify. I'm retarded. Um, from new episode, choose quick upload to select a video file or create an episode to record a new one. Your video will be available on Spotify and will send an audio version everywhere else you distribute your podcast. I'll be damned. I wonder if you get to edit it and all that fun shit. That would be helpful. Why are you asking that, John, since you never edit anything? Good question, me. I don't know. Um, Well, you often tell me that you make episodes and there's something in there or something you didn't like and you just, like, throw the whole thing away. (laughs) Jeez. I've done that. An edit option would be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've done that quite a few times. Probably, probably not a hundred hours worth, but up there. Um, so right before you got on, I was starting to talk about a movie that uh, is on Netflix. It's called uh, Moonfall. Um, I've seen it. You saw it. Okay, cool. So you kind of know. We'll kind of be able to share. It. And I just I, pulled up the uh, the IMDb. Yeah, and I'm like, ooh, Halle Berry. Yeah, well, it's quirky and it's kind of kooky, but it's you know what I noticed? No, no political bent. I don't think on on either side. It was Yay. just it does. It did seem pretty neutral. It did. Yeah. I mean, I was gonna say, but there was no reason. But still, they they inject any chance they get. So yeah, for sure. Um, I felt like maybe there could have been a little bit with Halle Berry being like the main. Um, NASA person, uh-huh. and they could have really went hard with it because it was all about NASA, right? But um, it's basically about the moon, the moon's trajectory. Now the moon's orbit gets gets altered, and so it's going to start orbiting closer to the Earth. So obviously, moonfall, right? <clears throat> but um, this is it. it an aspect that they have to it is a kind of an uh, older um, conspiracy theory. And there's a couple, right? There's one, and maybe they're one and the same. One is that the moon was created by aliens or man-made. So it was, it was manufactured basically, um, which I guess kind of is the two parts. Um, yeah, I guess it is because my third was going to, or my second quote unquote, whatever was going to be that it's hollow. Um, David Icke, I remember on his six-hour-long speech that he had in uh, England, uh, he talked about X amount of astronauts uh, that had, you know, talked among themselves and Buzz Aldrin or whoever the fuck it was that landed. When they landed, there was a gong on the moon that lasted for hours. Um, DB, do you remember hearing that in the movie? Uh, I don't. So, um, anywho, the, oh wait, the, then then 
them saying it or like the noise on the movie? No, them saying it in the movie. It was like, okay. because remember the, the one guy that was from Game of Thrones? He, uh, he was kind of explaining it at one point because he was the, what was he called? A megalo or a mega structurist or something to that effect? I think so. Because they called it, a, they said it was a mega structure. Right. So, it was a, so essentially the thing, the other aspect of the movie is that it is a, um, which they kind of do, like I just said, um, that it's one kind of an alien built structure, right? It's a mega structure, like he, we just said, um, where it's hollow. But man, I'm it shouldn't. I'm kind of giving away shit. Um, fuck it, I'll go into it. Uh, say yes, now that we said that, spoiler alert. Yeah, go back. That's for <laughs> you. Just uh, edit that out. <laughs> yeah, edit that. Um, but uh, no, it was uh, the aliens were humans from billions of years prior. Um, I guess the bigger part, maybe that I did take away that. I don't know. It's more popular opinion. It was it was going according to like macroevolution, right? That every the universe was billions of years old, and yada yada yada, and all this that and the other. But they also added an aspect to it where it was like AI was the ultimate bad guy. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. What do you think about it, DB? I thought it was a decent movie. I don't want. I don't want to let this thought go because uh, I was watching. Uh, remember I was telling you Gavin is putting up old episodes all the time on his network there Yep. he had this flat earth guy on there and he was talking about what he thought uh, uh, is going on with the moon and I want want to watch it again because he was saying about how he doesn't think it's Gavin was kind of mocking him but taking his his input but uh, he said something about the moon is I want to say electrical. It was I can't remember though because I I've never heard anybody go down this path and it seemed real logical what he was saying. And he also said that due to his uh, research and looking at the way things are structured, he's like I I used to be atheist and now he's like I believe there is a higher power for sure. He's like there's just the way that everything is structured and engineered and the fact that Earth is perfect and we have this moon that controls this stuff and this and that. He's like it just doesn't seem like. Uh, or no, he didn't. He's, he's like, I went from being an atheist to, you know, believing there's a God for sure because of what I've found in my research. Yeah. But uh, I'll, I'll find that episode and, and pull up that, that, uh, that part for you because I thought it was... I don't really know how I, how I feel about flat Earth and space and whatnot. I kind of don't think we can go into space. And uh, people kind of make fun of me, and I just tell them when I'm... All right, I'll usually broach it with, you know, these topics don't affect my life. If the Earth's flat, so what? If if we can go into space and if we can't, so what? It's not, it's not going to affect my existence, but in the last few years, I've heard a lot of weird questions raised about things that we're not allowed to do or things that we can't explain that they just kind of explain away, you know? Right. Yeah, like it's it's just a little bit too perfect to be happenstance. Well, know? I'm more on the uh, round earth and space and stars uh-huh. and... Uh, but I got a lot of uh, astronomy background in me, so I'm cool with any of those. But then again, you know, I can't prove it myself. Yeah. But uh, when I do talk to flat earthers, one of my favorite things to bring up is, I was like, so basically, dude, you're just telling me we live in a Petri dish. And I was like, and that Petri dish could be on a 
table somewhere, and if it's on a table somewhere, there might be other Petri dishes, too. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm like, and, and that just means adventure for me. Like, I can't get to the moon, but I could get to the edge. And I've listened to him say that, you know, there's a 50,000 mile long circle ice wall that's a mile high that you can't climb. And I'm like, well, I've been around enough cliffs that I've climbed to the top of them. And I didn't need ropes or anything. I found my little spot. It's not like they were just straight up and down. And I was like, if it was ice, I could get up there. Um, Let me ask you something real quick. If if the if it was proven that the world was flat, would you be shocked? Would you be surprised? I would be. Yeah, I wouldn't care. I'd be totally and completely surprised. Well, see, and I also I top map reading in the military, mm-hmm. so that involves. A round Earth, not a flat Earth. When when you do your figuring, mm-hmm. so that yeah, would that, uh, that would throw off my map that reading. That same guy had something a, a decent explanation for how the world was shaped. If it if it is a, a flat way, how we could misinterpret it for being that way. I mean, yeah, once again, you know, it's 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 one or the other. But just like I, any main narratives that are pushed by things that I can't prove you know other than like spiritual stuff I just well, anymore I just assume it's all bullshit how about the, have you sit and watched the moon or the sunset yes and have you noticed that at some point you can only see half of it like half of it is above the horizon and half of it is gone right yep alright in a flat earth that wouldn't happen okay the moon and the earth and the sun would go away and disappear in a vanishing point. Sure. Well, I mean, a, another argument to to if use it's going in a circle to use against flat Earth is okay. Well, if we're flat, then why is the moon round? Why is you know why is the sun round? Why is why are all these other planets that we can see with a telescope are they round, but we're the only one that's flat? Well, they also say that that's all just projection. Yeah, I mean that's why I asked the question. Is that like I I don't care. It's it's kind of, it's interesting, you know. To, well, to but I know you can take a uh, a ten by fifty binocular, your basic binocular. Sure. You can point it at Jupiter, and you can eyeball four moons going around it. You can track them with your own eyeballs. It might take you a day or two, but you can watch those moons going around Jupiter. Now, Jupiter's got a lot more moons than that, but you can see four of them with a binocular. And they never ran into each other. (laughs) Um, um, One of the things that really bothers me, though, too, is the thing about uh, Antarctica and how everybody's in agreement that nobody's allowed there. Right. Like the, I, I think it was in 1940. Like they all came together and like Just said that they weren't, no one's allowed there. And then like they, I think it's till like 
2040 or 2060, like, the agreement ends, and, like, there's a part of the agreement where they're not even allowed to discuss it until then. Well, I just saw a, um, you could, uh, it was a job application to do some work in Antarctica, and there was also, in that same moment, I was looking at one where you could join the Space Force, so I asked one of my buddies, I was like, hey, dude, let's join the Space Force, or let's go to Antarctica. But that's what I heard, that if you do get to Antarctica, you are not allowed to explore. You are supposed to stay in one spot. Yeah, I want to say it's like five or ten miles you're allowed to go, and that's it. And I'll be like, well, I would be gone. If I got there, I would be roaming. (laughs) If you can make it anywhere, it's the worst place on Earth, probably. Well, there are... Besides Oakland and San Francisco... (laughs) I mean, Sam Franz, at least money. But yeah, but those are things that, you know, you really. Well, I don't I know. I can prove it stuff. with a telescope just down the road for me. I could show you that the Earth bends. As we're talking about this, and I know one of this um, is that there are cruises. Uh, that you can take. So you can still visit Antarctica, right? But there's a only a specific area that you can go to. Um, but you can't go down and, like, you can't buy a boat, get a crew together, and go down on your own, right? That's the part that's, that's not allowed. Um, Poseidon Expeditions. I see this, and then if you, like, if you were to be there on the website, you can scroll down. It's like the fifth picture or so. There's a picture of fucking houses and shit and mountains in the back. And that is that cannot be Antarctica. Because there's no habitation down there. There's no... I mean, outside of like a scientific facility that's studying yeah, shit. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, like, you can uh, Google Earth and look right down on different posts. You know, like the Russians or the Germans or American uh, places and see their compounds and there you can see that they're not set up like a city it's you know yeah um like Quonset hut type of places yeah there's uh I wonder how cold that water is <laughs> I wonder I wonder what it tastes like gross salt water oh that's true yeah I forgot about that I don't know, like I like I said, you know, it doesn't doesn't affect my life one way or the other. It's just you know, like with Jesse Ventura, I'm just asking questions here. <laughs> I'm just asking questions. <laughs> now I had an idea a few years ago. I tried to get some people in on it, and it was what I call the John Carter move, and um, <clears throat> and that's from the John Carter movie where he. Um, pretends he found something and baits the people in to get where he needed to go and so I thought we could make up a uh, fake trip to Antarctica and actually see what happens from a government if they got back to them that you know people were planning and on their way to Antarctica what would happen 
you know, play the whole thing straight from the beginning. You know, here's this, take a picture, here's our boat, here's the people where it's going, here's our equipment, we're on our way. And see what happens. And then, you know, not doing any of it, just sitting here in my house, <laughs> you know. Right. Just kind of troll them and see what happens if they showed up at the house or something. You could do that for all sorts of shit. Yeah, just bait them in a little bit. Yeah. I guess that's kind of how, like... Bait them in. It's dangerous baiting the authorities. <laughs> well, then, you, you know, that? you would... The FBI? Oh, shit. Okay, never mind. Fucking FBI. Those turds. Um, shit, so, uh... Well, I remember a friend of mine and me, we, um... I won't go into complete details, but we made up a, uh... A situation in my hometown and we were walking around with um, walkie talkies and acting like this thing was happening and uh, police showed up from everywhere <laughs> dude and there was nothing going on then we didn't get caught but it was kind of funny I believe it um, I remember sitting uh, this would have been in Brighton a fucking 30 years ago, sitting in a room, um, in front room, um, for any youngsters that are listening, you wouldn't know what the fuck I'm talking about. We'd be watching the big box TV, right? And we'd have a radio and you could, if you dial in, right, just kind of searching through the, you know, scanning through with the knob, you could find, you could hear fucking like real army communications at night which was always, like, insane. It wasn't every night, but every once in a while. We'd be sitting, you know, on a weekend or something. And uh, sure enough, we'd fucking pick up some uh, frequency um, where we remember hearing Army guys fucking talking through the fucking radio, which was bizarre, almost like War of the Worlds. Very cool. Yeah. So I certainly believe what you're talking about. Um so, I think I talked about it last episode. Alex Jones' his trial had started in Connecticut. And um, I was listening to uh, Robert Barnes and Viva Frey, uh, two lawyers. Robert Barnes was actually on Alex Jones' uh, case in the beginning when everything first started off. And so, he's got a lot of... And he's tracked the entire um, court case. He goes and actually does guest spot on InfoWars. So he this and you can look it up on Viva Frey's channel um today. Uh they did a like a two and a half hour podcast. I think I made it about a halfway through. Uh but Robert Barnes basically breaks down from start to finish or from start to where we are now um everything that's happened in Alex Jones's case. And there were some things that I remember hearing that I had gotten wrong. Can't remember exactly what those things are. But um, for the most part, this is, and I don't mean like wrong in, in terms of like against Alex. I mean wrong is in, almost in, or mostly in favor of Alex. Alex is being scapegoated in this entire thing. Um, like almost 100 percent of the shit that's happened is bullshit that that the these families are bringing up against them from everything i mean 
if you, that's I guess if you believe Robert Barnes and I do, the guy fucking seems to know exactly what he's talking about. He's got you know resources and and reason and all sorts of shit that he uses in in discussing these things. He knows. I mean, he's a lawyer. He knows what he's doing. Um, he knows what he's talking about. And uh, yeah, man, the the fucking more I hear about it, it's just it's terrible what they're doing to Alex Jones. And it's not. I, I, been trying to say it the whole time. It's not that. It's not about going after Alex. They're going after your rights. Sesson setting that precedent is horrible. Um, because now, what they do to him, what they get away with with him, they can get away with with you. And it is bad news bears. All in this defamation case. I mean, the the biggest thing was that he was <clears throat> so something that a lot of people will say is that he didn't provide um, the documentation or whatever during discovery. That is an outright absolute lie. He provided arguably more um, data than any, any media that has ever been sued in discovery ever. Like he provided, I think, Robert kept saying like millions I don't think it was millions of documents but it was like millions of whatever you know piece bits of information um, to uh, the the court and they still um, fucked him over and said that he didn't provide the adequate things and what it was a big part of it was you remember when uh, Alex Jones got banned right that was after the Megyn Kelly interview or whatever what from happened YouTube? Yeah, when he got banned from YouTube and he got banned from all of the major... Oh, it was like all at once, yeah, that's right. Right, all at once. Well, yeah, like March of 2020? When, yeah, when he got banned from... Um, or was it... I thought it was like 18, 2018. Any, no matter. When he got banned and he got banned from YouTube, I guess there must have been some videos that they they uploaded to YouTube that when he got banned, YouTube kept. It wouldn't give him. So, you know, I don't know if they deleted it or what it was. But um, they didn't have it to be able to use. And so part of this argument that he didn't provide, you know, whatever um, documents or files or whatever um, in Discovery, that was a part of it. So they fucked him. Um, and then... Uh, claim that he needed to provide this information that he could not provide because he was fucking uh, banned prior to that. And a whole bunch of other fucking things have gone on. I mean, you know, he's now found guilty because of this, because because of that thing, that uh, the discovery issue, they um, favored the plaintiffs in that and automatically uh, filed him as being uh, found guilty, which is why in every suit now, which is all about the amount that they're awarded, uh, they, the judges say that Alex Jones can't claim that he's innocent, which is just, it's outright terrible. Okay, I need, I need to uh, rewind here because I didn't know he, I don't know why he's in court again because he was already in court once, right? Right. So, so, so was this a different case? <laughs> It's essentially the same case, but it's thought. different plaintiffs. Okay, he was on uh, Crowder Wednesday and for like a 
for like two hours. It's a pretty good interview. Yeah, and actually that was the next part that I was going to get into after talking about the court case. Um, I guess I can kind of dip dip into that one real quick. Um, unless you guys, I mean, we'll come back to this other one. But um, he had said some stuff in that interview with Steven Crowder that was basically, I guess the only way I can really describe it is basically anti-libertarian. And I learned about libertarianism through Alex Jones. He was the first libertarian, first person I ever heard talking about libertarian, even though I probably had heard it from Ron Paul, but I didn't really understand it then. Um, but he was on Crowder's show, like you said, and him and Crowder were both basically bashing libertarianism. Well, Dave Smith, one of my favorite guys out there that I listened to, got a hold of it, and him and Robbie Bernstein sat and listened to it. And um, they, I, I'll, I'll tell you right now, if you go to... Um, part of the problem, which is Dave Smith's YouTube channel, and watch the video. They're not bad on Alex. They really aren't. They're actually pretty fucking pretty nice. And really, the libertarians, Republicans, conservatives, right wingers are the libertarians are more on their side certainly than they are on the left, for sure. I mean, there's even a point where like Alex describes who he is as a as a voter. And Dave Smith points out, like, everything he just said is describing me, you know, pro-gun, anti-abortion or pro-life, you know, pro-freedom of speech, blah, 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 blah. And, um, I mean, it was sad for me to hear Alex say those things because, as I was telling Bert, uh, Bentley earlier, if there was a political party for me to join or that I had to join, it would definitely be the Libertarians over anyone else, you know. But it was just, um, yeah, I wasn't, I never like uh, seeing, I guess, something like that. Because those two guys, Alex Jones, Dave Smith, and all the rest of them are, are pretty fucking good, you know. And uh, to see them um, kind of coming apart sucks. And I'd like to see Dave Smith head out and explain things to him. Because Dave, in, I guess, uh, if you look at what Alex was saying, he's more so talking about like the the kind of mainstream libertarians over the last twenty years before the Mises Caucus and the Ron Paul like libertarians took over, which is in large part to do with Dave Smith and Eric July um, and others like them. And it's changed to really be more so libertarians opposed to you know fucking mainstream libertarian and you know siding with black lives matter and bullshit like that you know which is kind of what if if you pay attention to something like reason magazine and and um other other bigger name libertarians you'll get the sense that they're more leftists uh-huh. you know than um than people on the right so that is the mm-hmm. impression i got because i used to refer to myself more as leaning libertarian and then I've seen a lot of them were representing certain things that I didn't necessarily agree with, and it was just like, uh, I've said for a long time, I really wish that they would outlaw parties and you just have to say what you stood for, but that won't happen, obviously, so. That's true. That's very true. Well, one of my big gripes with the whole Alex Jones thing, and I don't <clears throat> know why he doesn't play it up, is back when. I wish I could remember it. The Smith Mount um, 
reclassification that uh, Obama did where he made it legal for the government to propaganda which mm-hmm. is a lie to the people and yeah. uh, and why it would be okay for the government to be able to lie to the people and I'm not saying Alex's line but if it's good for them then why couldn't he lie what's any different between them and how do we know that what we're hearing from the media is true anyway when they're allowed to lie well and I'm pretty sure like Alex uh expresses his show as an opinion not as news which is what I heard too which is kind of like a crossing the line of free speech thing and then he also admitted to that it was entertainment when he was in that divorce case yeah and I'm like if he's just entertaining then he is no different than uh, John Stewart when he was doing it yeah, I mean, I, I hear what, what you guys are saying, and I mean, for the most part, it I think that, well, so this is the thing with that, right, with the uh, the entertainment part, is that was his lawyer in a case saying what his show was made up of, because it's like, he does sketches on his show, which is obviously entertainment, right, he dressed up as a fucking frog, he's done, you know, had people on where they're just joking around and shit like that, which is to say, yeah, I mean, it, I think the one, the bigger part of that was there was a, uh, that was his divorce, his uh, divorce case, and um, there was a commercial that he had dressed up like the Joker, right, but it was a commercial, and of course it's it's there for entertainment, right, to play as if you're the Joker. He did a bit where he was um, Cobra Commander, from G.I. Joe because he, he got that fucking perfect impression of that so for them like for when he's saying it in court and, and I think you and me Bentley have talked about this before when he was doing it in court I don't give a shit dude fucking say whatever the hell you gotta say for that that judge not to screw you over um, but then people take that and go oh well his lawyer said he was entertainment therefore he's not an actual news source and it's like no not quite you know, he's kind of uh-huh. all of the above. I mean, <clears throat> John Stewart did that where he talked about real stories. I mean, given John Stewart was not a reporter, that was a strictly comedy show, or at least it was supposed to be where they were, you know, being cynical and, and comical about events that had happened where Alex Jones does give reports that other people don't. You know, he was for a long time, he was taking stuff from, uh, oh shit, what's the one website that went leftist? Um, Matt. Oh, fuck, man. I can't remember the name of it. I used to go to it all the time. Matt anyway, Drudge. Matt Drudge. It was the Drudge Report. The Drudge right. Report. The Drudge Report. You know, and he would take bits from that. And he would talk about it. And, I mean, Alex had a whole team of guys, of researchers that scour the Internet all day, every day, looking for all sorts of different news reports. And he reports on these things. So, I mean... You could also call him an analyst. You could call him a comedian. You could call him all these other things. Where you have somebody like Sam Cedar, who has a who has the majority report, which is such a stupid name, but he claims to be a comedian and he's never done stand up, you know. But he would also be called an analysis or analyst, you know, or something to that effect. So. You know, them labeling him as just an entertainer or whatever—it's like that's ah, a bit, it's a bit of a stretch. 
you know. But that may help his case out if he could go that route. Well, sure. I mean, in the in in the courts. Um, because but, otherwise, um, it wouldn't be any different than Archie Bunker saying it. Yeah, that's who Gavin always references. Sure does. <laughs> yeah, fucking Archie Bunker, man. Holy fuck. We could never have a show like that. Not today. Although I bet if they did have one, it would be one of the most popular shows anybody would watch. Well, then you have Meathead, Rob Reiner. I've been trolling him on Twitter. Oh, that's right. You've been on Twitter. I can't even... Oh, no, I guess I could look it up. But I can't friend you. So... Yeah. Has he responded to you? No. No, but I've also talked to him about, you know, I think you need a penis binky. (laughs) And, you know, I'm calling Meathead. But he gets thousands of responses. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. And a lot of people agree with him, you know, and I'm like, are those really people? But, um, you know, listening to Elon Musk, I hear that, you know, those are just algorithm bots yeah. pushing people's buttons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's It was always interesting to see, uh, you know, if, like, it, the interactions I was having with people were... I mean, it was kind of hard, I guess, to differentiate because I'd end up getting into some long-winded debates and stuff, so I would assume that they're not bots. Maybe they're uh, some person at Twitter working that wanted to get in an argument. But um, I have seen uh, people post on other platforms, like an entire, like, uh, I don't know, screen grab or whatever, of, like... 20 or 30 different accounts that are all saying the same exact thing. You know, so there are some internet sleuths out there that are finding the bots and, and pointing them out. And they obviously all have like a leftist bent or or if it's like, I don't know, some some if they'll like take the opposition side in order to make the target look better, you know, so like make it out to be, you know, they'll make these bots out to be racists or whatever so that it looks like they're, and in fact I just heard this about um, Disney like with uh, I guess Mulan was one of the movies that they did this to the people that worked for the production studio would come up with false accounts on Twitter and say racist and mean shit on Twitter so that they could get um, attention for the movie and sympathy for the character and claim that racists weren't seeing the movie or something to that effect. You know what I mean? Just really kind of playing up that that BS card of, of uh, terrible, no good, very bad white people out there were not accepting of a uh, Asian movie or something to that effect. So, yeah, I would assume that that Elon is correct. I don't doubt it. No. And why wouldn't it? You know, because I've heard, you know, rumor, I guess, that uh, Russia, of course, has got plenty of bots on there. Sure. Just yanking everybody's chain. 
Um, have you guys heard anything about the purchase of Twitter? The, I've heard recently that Twitter is trying to force Elon into buying it. Yeah. But weren't they... Um, Twitter shareholders vote to approve Elon Musk's bid to buy the company? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought I saw that the other day. It's got shareholder approval, okay. But what does that mean? They're wanting to sell it because it's not worth anything. Now with all those bots, it ain't. Well, and I went through Twitter today in my settings to see if I'd given anybody permission to access my apps and respond for me and things like that. And I didn't find anything like that, but I found where they wanted me to um, allow them to let their um, providers, you know, the people who do support them, to Mm -hmm. allow them or allow Twitter to send them my information and allow them to interact with my page for, you know, support of Twitter to allow Twitter to operate. Yeah. I'm like, what? Are you high? (laughs) I'm not seeing where, like, they're really saying anything further. Now, I'm getting this from CNN because nobody really is saying too much or I'm finding, like, older um, articles and stuff. Fact, I'm getting this one from this is my Google. No, this is uh, DuckDuckGo. Tuesday about what he alleged for Twitter's serious security and privacy vulnerabilities, including possibly having foreign intelligence agents on its payroll. Somebody just went to a, I don't know if maybe this is the same thing, to, yeah, U.S. Senate committee hearing in which they admitted that the U.N. was um, basically. In, uh, um, directing things like oh, excuse me, things like YouTube, um, Facebook, Twitter, and and other platforms. So that's a little worrisome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I got I, I got like anything a, about the UN. I got a new. Have you heard about September twenty fourth? No. A, um, well, the the first part was taken out of context, but it was a, um, I want to say it was a German minister, maybe, but he said that, uh, and he was talking about the Ukraine, but he said on September 24th of this year coming up, uh, like everybody knew where they were on September 11th. Oh, I did hear this. That, that everybody will know where they were on September 24th. I wasn't paying attention. Say that over again. <laughs> Sorry. That, uh, and, and it was all in German, I believe. It, it might have been a Russian guy, but it was a conversation about the Ukraine, but they took half of what he said, and he said that on September 24th of this year, Everybody in the world will know where they were on September 24th. It sounds nefarious. 
right? Sounds like the more than likely somebody's going to get harmed. It will be something negative that happens. But maybe it's some good. Who knows? Maybe there's like a peace deal. Or maybe Ukraine just gives up and they're like, we're Russia now. Or maybe it's like uh, they're breaking a record of something. Well, I'd... Artemis One, I think, is taken off for the moon, maybe on the twenty fourth, to do a moon shot and go around it. But I don't know. That brings, brings us back to that movie. You know what I was thinking? What if, because of uh, what's that? Something programming that they do. That this is a, like in, within the conspiracy research realm that they talk about um, some programming, where basically they uh, mind in, control. In, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in entertainment, they tell you what's going to happen before it happens. And that, when I was watching that movie, that's what I was thinking the whole time. It's like, is this something that they're going to try and fuck around with? All of a sudden, they're going to tell. I mean, because now we have aliens, right? Or I'm sorry, UFOs, right? Right. What if they can all of a sudden tell us that I, I would, I, I'll tell you right now, dude, if I find out that the fucking moon is fake, uh, that'll, that'll shock me. That one would be like, oh shit. I mean, I won't be, no, I'd be pretty shocked. I'd be like, holy fuck. Who the fuck did that? It's, essentially, I would think that we did it, you know, when it happened here. <clears throat> but then again, I don't know. Maybe it was some some one of those countries beyond the ice wall. <laughs> it could be. Could be. Maybe. Have you ever seen that map? Which like is interesting, right? From the, the flat Earth flat Earth map. Yeah, how yeah. there's like it doesn't work. Well, I know. Well, I mean, I would assume if it's not flat, then obviously that's fake. But uh, but could you imagine? Like there's fucking whole other civilizations outside of the world we know. Yeah. Like me, I'm an adventurer. I'm like all in on on that. I'm like, man, I will go. You are afraid to climb that wall. I will climb the wall. I will get up to the top. I trust me. Well, yeah, I mean, it takes, but it takes getting down there and being able to do it without getting shot. Um, but you have to assume that there's some kind of sonar or something that's, that's out there picking up anybody that's coming down. Well, it had um, to be massive because we're talking about a ice wall that encompasses 50,000 miles. And I could find a spot in 50,000 miles to get through. Okay. If it, you know, if that was possible, but you know, I don't believe in it. But I would love it. You know, I, I wouldn't be have my feelings hurt if I found out I was wrong. I'd be like, damn, right. I wished I was thirty when I found out about that wall. <laughs> here's a uh, here's an interesting thing, right? Because like I said, I'm I'm indifferent to whichever one it is, but this is one that I just recently heard. You can, and D.B. Cooper would know what I'm talking about here. And maybe you would too, um, Bentley. But you can stand, I can't remember what city, um, on the west side of Michigan. And you can see across the lake, 
you can see um, Chicago. And if the world is curved, right, like mm-hmm. the globe, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be able to see it at all. Well, you'd be able to see the tops of the building, but you wouldn't be able to see anybody standing at the beach shoreline. Just telling you what I know. And there was shots of it, too, of um, from whatever camera. Like, I guess according to it's, – it's so many – inches for so many yards or miles or whatever that yeah they uh they say it's a eight inch per mile squared is their math and it's completely wrong that is a flat earth wrong math i um used to have that i got it written down somewhere on my desk the actual way to figure out the curve of the earth but their math is wrong on that, okay. I have to take all your guys' sayings into consideration because I don't know. But it's yeah. interesting. Well, I've been looking at it for a while because some uh, smart people that I know brought it up. And I'm like, uh, you know, so I was like, when I heard about the 8 inch squared, so, you know, so every mile it would be, so the first mile the earth would curve 8 inches, then the second mile, it would be <clears throat> 16 and then 32 and so on and so forth. But then it gets bigger and bigger and it's the math is wrong. And they know that. Flat earthers know that. I'll sit and watch some of them uh, do it and prove themselves wrong. Especially one guy when he was talking about the... Uh, 15 degree uh, spin of the earth when he found that out was true and he's like well that can't be right but he just sat there and did all the math (laughs) fucking kilometers sorry I was looking up this while you were talking yeah I can't I can't translate metric yeah me neither oh wait a minute miles fuck yeah still don't know what this means all right, distance, one mile, 0.67 feet. 1,000 miles, no, fuck that. Uh, let's go 50 miles. Should be, I guess, curved 1,667 feet. Yeah, that's, that's wrong. That's wrong? This is from the earthcurvaturecalculator.com. Well, if they're doing it on the 8-inch squared... Okay. Like, see, there is a a river in uh, a a canal that they they proved the Earth was uh, flat with it, but then they went back and redid it with the correct math, and and the curve is there. Like, I could, you know, who Rob Skiba is? That sounds familiar. He's a flat earther, and he died last year from COVID. But before he died from COVID, he and I were talking, and I told him to come down here in Florida, and we could go to the Courtney Causeway. It's several miles from one end to the other, so you'd be over close to clear water, pointing the camera towards Tampa. And even standing there, you can tell that you can't see the shoreline over there. But. 
and that's because of the curve of the earth and he we were talking about that and then um he died <laughs> shit i was like come on down here rob bring your telescope i will show you where to set it up and we can prove it right here because okay, at so that point we we were talking about maybe 10 miles of open water across the uh, the bay um I looked so now I'm on physics scalc physics calc physics calc oh yeah physics calc.com I'm retarded uh the third number down how far do you see before the earth curves and I think this is what you were talking about now this isn't quite like reading Chinese to me it's more like reading French I'd taken French at one point can't remember Parlez-vous Francais? Um, it says, how far do you see before the Earth curves? The curvature of Earth is 8 inches per mile. Uh-oh. 8 inches per mile. We lost DB. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 8 inches per mile squared. When a target person of 5 feet or so off the ground, the farthest edge that you can see is 3 miles away. So is that is that roughly about right? That the furthest you'd be able to see is three miles. <clears throat> um, I don't know. No, because I can look across ten miles and see Tampa Bay from Clearwater. But I can't see the shore. I can't see the people standing there on the beach, partying and drinking in the bottom of the restaurants and the cars and the streets right there at the bottom. Um, yeah, so I guess it's, I think it might have been Michigan City. I think Michigan was pointing at, uh, uh, Chicago. Yeah. And, um. Uh, and that's where it gets into, you know, whether you want to believe it or not, and I'm a believer of it, but it's a uh, it's an optical illusion kind of thing. Like when you're looking down a road and it, you see the mirage on the road where it looks like it's wet kind of thing. It, um, during, and you they couldn't go down there every day and get that same picture. It could only be on specific weather permitting days that that could happen because it will make it look like the it has rose up but you still can't see the bottom but it will give you an illusion <clears throat> like a uh, sometimes in places have you heard about seeing cities in the clouds of course there's no cities in the clouds but because of weather conditions Sometimes you can see that. Okay. But like D.B. Cooper says, it really doesn't matter. And it don't affect me. It doesn't affect you. Because none of us are going anywhere. No. You know, we got only, other problems to worry about than flat earth. The only reason I ever considered it somewhat uh, viable is uh, Owen Benjamin pointing out some weird facts about it. And he's pretty freaking smart and he's all he's all he pretty much does the same thing you know he's 
he leans more towards it not being round or it being distorted the way that we're told it is and uh you know, like I said, I don't, I don't care one way or the other, but he just brought up some good points, and ever since then, I'm like, I'm just asking questions here. Yeah, with Owen Benjamin, though, <clears throat> he's kind of arrogant, and uh, and then I don't like that he calls all his fans bears, and I'm like, that's so gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're so gay. Because when I hear bear man, I think of some gay dude who's hairy. He is adamantly severely anti-gay. So it is a... Yeah, <laughs> yeah and then, then he calls those people bears, and I'm like, uh, dude... And, you know, and I've listened to him with uh, Sam Tripoli and a few other people, and it doesn't take much to get Owen Benjamin pissed off. No. No. Me and, me and Chiz were... Or, uh, John were talking about that earlier. Yeah. We like him, but at the same time, there's certain things about his personality that are tough to handle. But that's what makes him who he is. At the same time, so yeah, I just I, ta- I just I just intake him in moderation, you know, once in a great while. But I also but, think that that's all just really fodder to keep our heads off of something else that we really need to be paying attention to, like the border or uh, child kidnapping and. And um, a bunch of other things. It's just fodder for to make you believe more of their lies. Cause That's kind of what I equate it to. Why I said it doesn't really matter to me because it. I kind of think it's it's just some. I don't know what that what they would gain out of it. Maybe just the fact that we can't leave or explore anymore. Maybe it kind of like. Uh, killing of like the human spirit a little bit but uh well you know then they talk up the the van allen belt well we couldn't mm-hmm. possibly go through the van allen belt because of all the radiation and i'm like well you know how long do you go through this? it's not like we sit in the van allen belt for days we go through five there. minutes yeah i'm like we're going through there at several thousand miles an hour you know where it's a blink of an eye really i mean that is one thing i am pretty adamant about is I don't think we can go to past uh, the stratosphere and stuff or whatever you know and I don't think we can go past where the satellites are I don't think we've ever been to the moon I think that's all fake well you know you can see telescope telescopic shots of all the moon landings and all kinds of stuff up there well no it's not telescope. yeah nobody's been on the moon so, and um, since the it, 60s and then a uh, another thing I like to say is uh, I had a big blowout with a uh, Christian the other day when he was calling all of you know NASA liar Buzz Aldrin he was calling all these people at NASA liars and I'm like dude do you hear yourself you just called other people who claim to be Christians liars you're not supposed to do that yeah unless I mean. If unless you have actual proof, he's just opinionating at that point, probably. So yeah, and this guy's a smart fella, and I'm like, dude, I, you know, I'm not calling you a liar. I'm saying you're misinformed, but I could be misinformed too. But it is up to you now to prove the crap out of flat Earth. Just telling me that this didn't happen and that didn't happen. You got to come up with some better proof than uh, they're lying. 
Uh-huh. I'm like, I need more than that. Because like I said, I would teach people how to read a map and, you know, and and shoot a gun across the horizon. You know, it takes a lot of math to do that kind of thing. And it involves the curve of the earth, the spin of the earth, wind, you know, and they'll tell you that that doesn't happen. But there, you know, there's things that I'm like, ah, everything I know, when I work it out to a round earth, I'm going to hit my target. And if it was just straight, well, you know, the, and they, they say <coughs> gravity's fake, so then my bullet shouldn't be dropping. Well, I don't know. Gravity is something that's probably real. I'm not sure what it is, but... Well, if the flat earth is happening, then we don't have the mass of the whole mm-hmm. earth. So it would be a totally different thing. And so they're just like, no, everything just falls down. I'm like, okay. But gravity is a theory, too. So it's not like I can prove gravity. I'm, I'm not Sir Isaac Newton. <clears throat> well, whatever it is, there's something that keeps us stuck to the ground. Truth. Um, I would say that if it is proven, which I feel like there have been many of things that are a little off about NASA. Um, if it is proven that they are bullshitting us, then the the next question should be why? And I think the answer to that is control. Well, and that would mean Elon is lying. Sure. Would that you would, be surprised if he was lying? Uh, well, I wouldn't be surprised, but that would mean that he I would have to call him a liar. Sure. And, you know, because then none of the satellites are up there. Of course, I track satellites, you know. Uh, two nights ago, I'm out back. I'm like, hey, honey, here's the ISA, you know, the International Space Station coming at us. You want to see it? And she's like, no, I've seen it before. And I'm like, yeah. And I can track so, it. Could that also be something that's just merely floating above the Earth's surface? Well, the flat earthers will tell me that that's just a balloon. Sure. But, you know, they can't prove to me it's a balloon. You know, but I can find people who's worked on satellites. Now, whether they really were, you know, I can can tell you they believe they were. (laughs) Like the new uh, James Webb... uh, space telescope you know is that that fake say that again the the new James Webb space telescope I have not heard of it well that's the one taking all the brand new pictures here recently and it's like a lot more badass than Hubble and it's like reaching like way out and it's supposedly um putting a big uh, chink in the old uh, Big Bang Theory and expanding universe. What are they saying by it? That it's not expanding? Uh, At this point, yeah, that's what they're saying. But what I know about astronomy will tell you different. You know, those... And this isn't like the James Webb people saying it. This is other people speculating. Like they're saying it's not moving. 
And I'm like, well, we're all moving together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would put, that would put scientists like uh, Lawrence Krauss, who I'm not a fan of, um, on blast because he certainly, as an atheist, believes that the uh, the Earth is expanding. And not only expanding, it's expanding at a more rapid rate um, the longer time goes on. As in the uh, Earth is getting bigger? The Earth is... No, I'm sorry, not the Earth. The uh, the universe right. is is expanding at a rapid rate the, the longer that time goes on. But we're all traveling together, so we are expanding, but we're expanding together, so it's not like the universe is stretching out. Like, if the Big Bang happened the way they say, you know, like all of a sudden there's nothing, and then boom, right? Okay. Everything takes off. Woo. Well, you'd think that it would, um, like you've seen explosions and everything goes in like a 360 degrees area, right? All the way around. And the universe didn't do that. The universe expanded for a little bit and then it narrowed itself to become more flat than circular. And it is explosion, more like a shotgun blast straight out. See how? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can. Hear. Okay, I was out of the app saying stuff, and you weren't responding. I see how it works, but uh, like, how can you even figure that out? Because the the universe is three hundred and sixty, and like, uh, what? So are they like looking out there with telescopes, and they're like, oh, it's it's not quite as far that way as it is, you know, that way. Like, well, you. You, I don't there's that. a lot I, of I dead like space. There's a lot of BS in space science. It, well, it is all theory. You know, like uh, two years ago, I had a uh, friend of mine who uh, was all in on all the COVID everything, but he was also telling me, dude, they got a picture of the um, black hole. A black hole. And I'm like, no, they don't. And he's like, yeah, they do. They got a picture of the edge of it, and you can see the things going around. I'm like, no, they don't. You cannot take a picture of of that, and there's no light coming from it. Not that I completely believe in it, but everything that I know about it. I'm like, so it would like be there, but you couldn't see it. It would just be engulfing anything. Right, so he's like, no, look, here's the picture. And I'm like, no, dude, that is an artist's conception of what he, the numbers are showing. And so yeah. he had to go look that up, and he's like, yeah, you're right. And I'm like, yeah, I'm right. <laughs> it's not a picture that is a artist's conception. It's kind of a mind-blowing uh, concept. You know, there's supposed to be a black hole in the middle of the Milky Way galaxy. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it was always theorized and certainly drawn up. And the how they would say that you would see a black hole is you would see you wouldn't see the black hole itself. You would see the light around it, right? Because it's such a everything uh, pulled to it. Yeah, it's, it's such an immense amount of gravity that it w- could pull light and stretch light out around it. So you wouldn't see it, but you would see the effect of of other things around it. So. They did say that they took a picture. I don't believe that it's a picture um, because of how far away it was. Um, you know, when you listen to people like Kent Hovind and and um, 
Dr. William Lane Craig and other people like that that point out how far away it is that they're saying this quote unquote black hole is and to be able because the I've, I've read a couple of articles on it from the people who said that, that they did get it and they took all of these different um, satellites across the globe it was like a global um, effort to capture this uh, picture which is just horseshit um, they said that they did all of that and they were able to get it however far away this thing was but it was too far away it's fucking way too far away for all of these different satellites to be able to I mean it's like the further you get away the thinner the object is that you're able to capture I don't even think I'm explaining that right but it was just it's it's impossible for them to have gotten this picture well, so I most, agree with you most of the time they say that they got it. they're not taking a camera camera they're taking like an infrared and then they take the light from that and they say this is what is there and then they tell it to an artist and an artist paints it hmm. I know you were talking about that uh, new telescope and uh, I don't know one of the billions of podcasts I listened to was talking about how uh, either one or a couple of the photos they claimed they got out of there turned out to be like fake the one was like a picture close up of some food I can't remember what, like a sausage or something <laughs> and, yeah. and like somebody figured it out and they're like oh yeah we don't know how that got in there and it's like what are you yeah. talking about how is that even possible yeah and it's supposedly sitting a million miles away from us in one of a few spots that you can put something and it will practically stay still. Right. And, and I'm like, okay. How do you stop that thing in space? It's like, well, it's like in between the gravity of Earth oh, okay. and the I gravity see. of the sun. And so up until then... Um, uh, like I said, there is nothing standing still in space. Everything is yeah. moving. You know, like they like to say, well, look at Polaris. It never moves. I'm like, well, it actually moves, but it doesn't move to you because it takes thousands of years to move. You know, in 12,000 years, the star Vega will be Polaris, will be the North Star. Oh, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> yeah, well, we won't ever see that. Listen, I'm not dying. <laughs> right, well, I'm hanging out with moonliners, dude. I fucking love it. I've always found space just kind of in a way boring because it's just like not accessible. And like you were saying, a lot, of, a lot of the science is theory, so you know, it could be total bullshit. Yeah. And, well, like, how uh, about um, have you heard of the the Horsehead Nebula? It's nope, a. I don't uh, remember that. Well, it's a. Uh, it's towards Orion. It's in Orion constellation, and uh, and I was always led to believe that I could point a telescope up at the just to the left of the third star in the belt, and and see this horsehead nebula, and, and it looks like a horsehead, and it's a red, and you know beautiful and it was in all the books I've seen growing up and I was like I want to see that I want to get a telescope and see that and then when I finally got to the point in my life where something like that was possible I found out I couldn't see that <laughs> yeah not what? because it's too far 
Well, it's not. You could see it, <clears throat> but it wouldn't be in those collars. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was all. Every picture I ever saw of it was a, a painting. Artist rendering. Mm-hmm. You know, I can go over here and grab any one of my Starbucks, and any picture I see in there will, underneath it, will be, you know, artist conception. This this artist drew this. Yeah, I, appreci- well, I, I just appreciate I appreciate space for dark nights when I look up at the sky and see the stars, you know. And yeah. one of my favorite things yeah. was I took my daughter to see that uh, the, the night the Christmas star happened a couple years ago. Did you guys get to see that? Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, the Bethlehem a, star. Yeah, it's when that uh, eclipse happened with uh, I think it's Saturn and Venus or Saturn and Mars, maybe. Saturn is that and uh, Jupiter. That, is that when they gave Trump all that guff because he looked up at the eclipse? No, that that was then the sun. I'm talking oh. at nighttime. Oh, gotcha. I meant like but, around uh, that. Thing. Like you see in the the Christmas movies, the way the they show like the Christmas star with the points coming off it like that. Yeah, that's the way it looked in real oh, life. Shit. Yeah, when I looked at it through the telescope, it was giving those points off like that. It was really cool. And so, like, I think space is dumb, but yeah. I like to look at the stars for sure. Yeah, I've, I've looked at all of them, and uh, but yeah, one thing I, I have not been able to look up and eyeball with a telescope was a uh, Saturn. I'd want to see that. Let's see. Yeah, I got my I got my do- daughter like a seventy dollar one, and it's barely good enough to see anything. It's like, yeah, have to spend a little more money. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of years ago, I had a. Uh, We'll call. I had a, a friend in the uh, the mob. <clears throat> That's pretty direct. And um, he asked me about you know, hey, you know, I, uh, I'd done some things for him, and he was like, uh, I want to do something for you. What is there anything that you want that I could get you? This isn't, oh, this isn't going gay, right? <laughs> and I told him, I was like, uh, okay, anything. He's like, yeah, anything. I was like. I would like a uh, $2,000 telescope for 100 bucks. That's a good deal. And, um, well... Free, though. <laughs> well, I didn't want anything free from the dude. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. Dude. Being the, the whole start of the story with the mob ties. Yeah. Forgot that. <laughs> he was uh, real shady. This is the kind of guy he had just about anything he wanted out of the trunk of his car. and. <laughs> Yeah, he kind of looked at me like I was an idiot. And I'm like, okay, you can't do that, then you can't do anything for me. I'm good. I don't need any favors. He didn't like that. His buddies making fun of you. This dude asked me for a telescope. (laughs) But yeah, that was where I was like, anything? He's like, yeah, anything. I'm like, well. (laughs) Let me show you this telescope I want. This isn't going gay, right? Man, I was in... I was in uh, Breckenridge, Colorado. There's so much money up there. And I seen this house where they had a, uh, whatever they call those rooms where they look at the stars. Yeah. Like the, the dome and you could see it opened up and t- they had like a massive telescope. I was like, geez, there's so much money up there. It's mind blowing. Fucking rich people. Yeah. I thought, I thought that was like the, I knew a bunch of people from Columbus, Ohio that all own homes there. Breckenridge? Yeah. Breckenridge. Yeah, and it's, it's like not 
easily accessible either. So it's like you probably fly into Denver and then you got to drive like a hundred miles into the mountains. Yeah, and it's even more expensive than Vail. I feel bad buying too many monsters at once. Mm -hmm. Um, What? What did you say? I said I feel bad buying too many monsters at once. No way. Hoard all the resources you can for yourself. Three for six, man. And I'm like, fuck, man, should I do this? Is the wife going to find it? Going to hide it? Going to walk it in? In my pockets? I've done it. Um, all right, boys. I'm getting to the uh, the end of my rope for tonight. That sounded oh, suicide. <laughs> when I came um, on and you guys were talking about that Canadian teacher, Gavin put a picture up of uh, he's like uh, here in it was like the mid '90s. He's like you had Marky Mark and Kate Moss looking all hot on the cover of a uh, yeah uh, CK ad. And uh, he's like, now you got a a fat black guy tranny with with fake boobs and a uh, the chick ass, just an obese woman. But is was, that what that was? It was a disgusting, just a disgusting picture. It is. It is nasty. <laughs> just like the picture of like friggin' uh, what's the word? Uh, mental mental illness and uh, obesity all combined. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, I know this kind of sounds terrible coming from somebody who's supposed to, you know, uh, pray for these people, which I do. Um, but, you know, they're going to fucking, they're going to end up offing themselves. You know? All trannies do. Well, I'm, I meant through eating the fatties. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> I did know a um, a dude who got the operation and he did commit suicide. Yeah, dude. I think it's like forty percent or something. It's way too high. Oh, and it was like a major alcoholic before, also. Oh, one thing I'd like to touch on real quick is the um, uh, Ron DeSantis sending oh, yeah, the um, people over to Martha's Vineyard. Martha's oh jeez, I've been there. I've never been. Well, you're not Talk missing out. Me. Yeah, it's just an island, right? It's just rich people haven. I've yeah, been it's there. A long I've been island. There in, I've been there in Cape Cod. It's an island, though, right? It's in Cape Cod, I believe, isn't it? Right, but I mean, like, it's a separate. It's like a peninsula or whatever. That's yeah, I think it's on Long island. island. Right. So, I so I'm look it up. <laughs> It's so past he, New York City. He uh, he flew. Did he fly him or did he bus him in? Bus. I think it's in Massachusetts. I can't recall. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a part of Cape Cod. I want to look it up. So, for anybody that doesn't know the story, um, Governor DeSantis, Florida, took a a whole bunch of how many was it? A whole bunch of five hundred, I think. Five hundred plane load. And basically transported them to Martha's Vineyard, where the Obamas and the Clintons and other people live um, in gated communities, and whatever. Rich people. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it is, it then, is by Cape Cod. And then Governor Abbott sent a couple busloads to um, New York City. Uh, in front of, uh, no, it was in D.C., oh, but at the Naval. Oh, that's right. Uh, but in front of uh, Kamala Harris's house. Yeah. 
Yeah. And instead of inviting these people in, like they want you to do in your communities, you normal peons, um, they ended up calling in the National Guard in one place and um, making these people leave. Fucking because they're hypocrites. They want them to be in your cities. They want to rearrange your way of life, but they don't want to do it in their own because they're massive hypocrites. I think Lori Lightfoot uh, declared a state of emergency over it. Yeah, I think a couple of them did. Yes, yeah, like she sent them out. 500 all, people. All around the surrounding area of Chicago. Out to the yeah. burbs. Oh. Well, we lost them. Right when we're going to get off, too. Well, uh, well, here, how about this? you want to plug yourself? Um, no, ma. Oh. Um, TV, TV yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> You can get a hold of me at uh, Nuclear Knucklehead at Yahoo.com, and you can hear me at uh, Fringe Radio Network.com. Fringe Radio Network. Of course, you can hear me from Anchor and all kinds of other places, but I'm on that network. Yeah, listen, his, if you haven't listened to Bentley's podcasts, they're more melodic than mine, for sure. You just hear me talking. You hear some cool shit when you listen to his. Like you can be stoned and listen to his, and he, his voice, it's, it's a lot like now, but it's more, you know, comforting. You feel more comfortable <laughs> listening to his. You feel like you could kind of close your eyes, get stoned, close your eyes, and just drift, drift into knowledge, you know, and drift I, into shit that you didn't know about. I did get a photograph of where, um. Uh, Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, there you go. There he is. Yeah, that's why I, I had to bounce off so I could send that. Oh, it's I basically see. like the bottom of the like the, the the entrance to Cape Cod, like the south part of it. Yeah, that's so funny. That, that horn there's Cape Cape yeah, Cod. Yeah, that's near Nantucket. That is troll mode. A thousand. Yeah, because they would have had to probably get on a uh, ferry. Yeah, yeah. So, but well, I love the ferry tickets. Yeah, same here. Oh man, I think DeSantis is awesome. I, I kind of hope he runs for president over Trump. Yeah, you wouldn't be the only one. I mean, I won't feel bad either way, but yeah. I, I just feel like DeSantis is really smart and friggin'. Well, he you know, was a—they're both uh, really smart, but I just feel like DeSantis might be better. He was a JAG officer in the Navy. Yep. And that is a, uh, um, what is that? A Justin. Um, he's a lawyer. Yeah. Okay. In the Navy, and the the kind of lawyer you don't mess with. Yeah, he's yeah, he's a smart fellow for certain but man you know they I don't get why they're not combining forces a fucking well, maybe they Trump, will Trump DeSantis two alpha dogs yeah I guess but I'll, I mean if we're if we're calling it for what it is man there's still a lot of people that are are ardent Trump supporters and I just don't know what that would do 
you know i don't know if like i know a lot of people like to say this i'm not saying anything bad about him i think he's i think he's really good um but man if they just combine those forces you know, DeSantis is VP, and then you're sure they're going to years, four years for Trump, and then two terms with DeSantis. And then I heard through the rumor mill that it was going to be uh, Hillary Clinton and uh, Gavin Newsom. Oh, there's no yeah. chance we win then. <laughs> <laughs> That's Gavin the true power Newsom, couple there. That is the easiest person to fucking kick out oh, it, uh, in terms of somebody who, who won something. Because I don't Beto know didn't how they anything. possibly would uh, hoist him up now. He's such a ridiculous person. It's like, how the... Yeah. And he's done such a, a horrible governor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they don't hear that on mainstream TV. That's, that's true. But they, they're some, still, they are hearing some shit about, like, California not having power, California, you know, a lot of people leaving California. I mean, mainstream does kind of pick and choose some of the terrible shit that they have to report on, you know, out of California. So, Well, but, I saw the numbers of people who've moved to Florida here recently that has uh, registered as Democrat, and they have been several hundred thousand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have this uh, sick fantasy where Hillary becomes president, and it's still awesome because there's like a uh, what do they call those reality TV show where it's all about Bill Clinton getting into crazy antics as the ex president. He's <laughs> always just wasted and doing chicks, <laughs> like Pelosi's old man. Hillary's all pissed all the time. Bill, will you behave? Oh, come on, Hillary. We're not even married. On, well, I was hearing another thing about Chelsea wasn't Bill Clinton's daughter, and they pulled up some other guy that looked just like Chelsea. Webster, Webster Hubble? Is that his name? I think, yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. Anybody listening right now, pull that shit up, Jamie. It will blow your fucking mind. She is not Bill Clinton's. And the she Obama kids? Clinton's. They've never, I mean, maybe in the early days, but they've never since I've known them, they haven't seen married at all. No way would he sleep with her. Well, she's a lesbian. Remember when Al Gore kissed his wife all weird? What? Who? Al Gore and Tipper on stage, and it was like... I don't remember if it was a French or if it was just like a really long lip-to-lip kiss. It was... (laughs) I didn't remember it, and somebody mentioned it, and it popped up, and I was like, oh, that is a really weird kiss. Why? Does he like kissing guys is that what it is? I don't know it's just, just like they didn't really know weird. how to kiss yeah yeah exactly and they were supposedly married for a long time and it just looked like maybe one was thinking open mouth and the other one was just <laughs> a peck and they just like I don't so, know I so one of them stuck their lips wrong. in the other one's mouth yeah one immersed the other one <laughs> I don't know I'll it's find it and send it to you guys I just remember it was very weird if it came out that Al Gore was the first cyborg I would not be surprised one bit be like, that's why he talks so fucking slow. Makes sense. My dad always called him Igor. I hated that guy. I hated him. He's such a dork. I met him. I forgot about that. That's right. You dude. met Al Gore? Yeah, because I think he's from Tennessee. And when I was down in Tennessee, my mom, before I knew anything about politics, my mom was such a Democrat. She was like, she took me out to meet him. Fucking, did I tell you guys, uh, Bill Clinton touched my mom's belly when I was in it. 
<laughs> the way I just explained that sounds so bad. <laughs> He's not my father, okay? He put his hand on my mom's belly when she met him in Arkansas when we lived there. And, uh, yeah. So I was. So you, I was you got a Gore evil. and Clinton connection. Fucking, yeah. It's weird. It's gross. Probably why I hate him so much. Because I felt evil. Yeah, I wouldn't like any man touching my mom's belly. I can tell you that much right now. Yeah. Well, she told me that later in life. I was like, no. No, that's gross. Anyway. All right, guys. I have to get off here. I'm tired. I'm yawning. We will do this again. Let me get off. (laughs) Um, DB, you got anything you want to plug? Plug, uh, if you guys want to catch me, I'll be on Warzone. If I uh, kill you, I'll yell, go fuck a goat. <laughs> oh, we got two wins tonight, dude. First, first, and then third. So not bad. Great. Yeah. But uh, you can find me at, uh, oh, what's what's the date? 917? 916? Isn't that 17? Okay. 17. Um, you can get a hold of me at metv110 at gmail.com. Uh, theweaponbook.com is the website. Find me on any social networking platform with the exception of Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Also, um, you need to... You were exploring why you named your email address that in a previous episode and you just kind of like never... Now I want to know why. I still forget. You you had part of it, but you don't remember the rest of it. Yeah, so one one oh five is a, is November fifth. Uh-huh. That's the date of the gunpowder plot by right. Guy Fox. Me TV. Was that one of the old uh, Yahoo addresses? Or did it come? Did you have a smart TV? No, it it. I know it meant something. I've got it in my notes somewhere. I've got a whole thing in notes that I carry around with me in my I remember the first time I emailed you I was like what the hell kind of email address is this jeez yeah yep (laughs) because it all meant something right I mean that's what that's what the book is all about too um what's this book you're talking about (laughs) uh the one that um I'm ever so close with the voice recording for the first chapter which is taking me forever um Man, that is so close. Oh, I got a few things on your plate. Oh, and how about um, if we could get your listeners to become part of your street team, why don't you email Alex Jones and recommend that they have John's uh, book on there and make it available or have him on there to talk about it? Dude, thank you. What a nice guy. What a dude. Be the yeah. If you guys could do that, I'd be appreciate the, it. Yeah, the Guy Fox Street Team. You you would write if if anybody were to do this, which I'd appreciate it if you did. You write, um, it, it's writers like w r i t e r s at infowars dot com. Writers at infowars dot com. Um, that's who I email. I didn't email him tonight. Fuck, I didn't do any promotion today. It's the one thing I didn't do, but usually I do, and um, I send them a lot of emails. <laughs> do you, I do, would they recognize John O. Machado or Guy Fox or? 
Just weapons.com. So. Yeah, uh, maybe in the subject title. Um, say it's for fundraising, uh, the, the weapon or book for fundraising, and then just talk about the weapon. Um, and you can, if you can, if you would, put in uh, the weaponbook.com link. I mean, you just write it in as that, the weaponbook.com, and it'll come up as a link. Yeah. Or a hyperlink inside. So um, that'll do it. Damn, dude. Nice. Very good. Uh, you came up with that idea earlier, and I appreciate you for it. Um, all right, boys. I'm tired. So until next time, and this is a late, late night nuggets. So until next time, um, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a bitch ass liberal. Thanks, fellas. Peace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>